December 24th, Revelation chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. Then I, John, saw in heaven another significant event, and it was great and marvelous. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues, which would bring God's wrath to completion. I saw before me what seemed to be a crystal sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and his statue, and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them, and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your actions, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you. For your righteous deeds have been revealed. Then I looked and saw that the temple in heaven, God's tabernacle, was thrown wide open. The seven angels who were holding the bowls of the seven plagues came from the temple, clothed in spotless white linen, with gold belts across their chests. And one of the four living beings handed each of the seven angels a gold bowl, filled with the terrible wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from God's glory and power. No one could enter the temple until the seven angels had completed pouring out the seven plagues. This week's Bible Meditation Psalms 73, 25, and 26 Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Joy, peace, and we become pleasing to God. Jesus came for three primary reasons. To make you pleasing to God, and because of that position where you are now pleasing to God perpetually, you will experience two primary fundamental emotions, peace and joy. Does that remind you of a scripture? Romans chapter 14, verse 17, Paul writes to the Romans, and he reminds them that the king has a domain. The king has a kingdom. Oh, do not be fooled by the little baby Jesus in a feeding trough. Remember, he is a king and he comes to establish a domain, otherwise known as a kingdom. And that kingdom is defined by the three gifts he brings. For the kingdom of God, Romans 14, 17 says, is not eating or drinking. It's not external as much as it is internal. It is righteousness peace and joy. That little baby Jesus in that manger, in our beautiful nativity scenes, let us not forget he is a strong, perfect, champion, victorious king who comes to extend his domain and his domain is defined by three gifts, righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, that's the first gift Jesus gives 
to all who simply receive the claims he makes about himself. If you will receive Jesus as Savior and Messiah, you are gifted righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness is a big word. Do you know what it means? It means you are right with God, period. End of story. It's finished. Some of us wonder sometimes, based on our performance, whether or not we're still in good standing with God. Is God far from me? God seems distant. God seems like he's mad at me. God seems like he's frowning on me. And we superimpose our instability and our emotional roller coaster of an existence, and we place it upon God, and we believe to ourselves that my performance can make God mad at me. But if your performance can't save you, your performance can't unsave you. <laughs> For God is not pleased with you because of what you've done. God is pleased with you because of what Jesus has done. And when you believe in Jesus, your life is hidden in Christ. And when the Father sees you, he sees his Son who is perfect. Therefore, you are always pleasing to God no matter what you did this last week. And some of you cuss some people out at the mall. I can see it all over your face. Right? I mean, this is, this is the good news. Peace for all those with whom he is pleased. Who is he pleased with? For all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory standard. So who is God pleased with? He's pleased with his son. For the Bible says why Jesus hung on the cross, the Father turned away from the Son. And that's why Jesus uttered one of the six statements or seven statements, the six hours he hung on the cross was, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? For the Father looked away from the Son so he could look to you. So he who knew no sin became sin. He took your sin, my sin, forever without end. Your sin you did yesterday, the sin you do today, and the sin you may do tomorrow, it's all been forgiven. It's all been forgiven. Gotten, and now you are left simply with right relationship with God that knows no end. That's good news. You are right with God. Psalm 143, verses 1 through 12, a Psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. Don't bring your servant to trial. Compared to you, no one is perfect. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground. He forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works. I think about what you have done. I reach out for you. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me, or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love to me in the morning. For I am trusting you. Show me where to walk. For I have come to you in prayer. Save me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide me. Teach me to do your will. 
for you are my God. May your gracious Spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. For the glory of your name, O Lord, save me. In your righteousness, bring me out of this distress. In your unfailing love, cut off all my enemies and destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 24 through 28. There are four things on earth that are small but unusually wise. Ants, they aren't strong, but they store up food for the winter. Rock badgers, they aren't powerful, but they make their homes among the rocky cliffs. Locusts, they have no king, but they march like an army in ranks. Lizards, they are easy to catch, but they are found even in king's palaces. <laughs>